Down Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Barton. With me, as always, Jeff Barton. And my, 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 what a weekend we had. First weekend of the NFL is in the books. The Thursday night game is in the books. The two Monday night games are in the books. And by the way, we'll talk about the commentary on the game two of Monday night with Rex Ryan. That was awful. Never want to watch that again. Um, during this episode, we'll also talk a little bit about uh, will the Giants score a touchdown this season? Carson Wentz looked good. And uh, Jeff, Jeff, what a weekend uh, we had. Uh, we're back in full swing. We're, full swing. We're excited. Full swing. First, first full, full, full season with the pod. Starting in week one, it's great. Because last year we were, we started at the tail end. We we came up with an idea in a in a car yes. in middle of Georgia right. at a gas station. Right. No, at a Zaxby's. Was, Sorry. And, and by the way, Zaxby's, your kicking chicken is phenomenal. Keep up the good work. Yeah. So, um, you know, just two guys with a dream in a car in Zaxby's and look where we are now. Yeah, we made it big. I mean, we're going to be doing more iTunes. I don't even know if I'm broadcasting the SoundCloud anymore. I might just go strictly iTunes. You know, you're making moves when you do that. Jeff, I'll start with my, well, I guess let's get some things off our chest. We're a little late to the party on the Thursday night game when the Chiefs beat the Patriots, but there's a few things to look into this one. I think number one, it really doesn't mean that much because New England struggles in the beginning of the season, especially against the Chiefs. And then thing, yeah. num- thing number two, which is probably more important, is the Dow Jones skyrocketed after Alex Smith had a career game. Now, honestly, it has nothing to do with that, but it's just so ironic that it always, you know, turns out to, you know, when Alex Smith does well, the economy goes up and then... But it's just funny because, like, normally, again, games are on Sundays, and then this game's on a Thursday, but then Friday it goes up because Alex Smith carves up New England? Is that, yeah. is that really what happened? I mean, I don't know, and I, I like Alex Smith because he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he has a lot. Yeah, he has a lot to prove to keep his job if you think about it. Right, and so I think that win kind of secured him for the rest of the season. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, going into New England and kind of it wasn't it was close, but they won by two touchdowns. I mean, shout out to A. Smith. Think about this though: if Alex goes in there and throws for one twenty with two picks, and they get clobbered, the rumors would already be starting. Yeah, and investors would be pulling out. And the Dow Jones would not have risen seventy point seventy five points the next day. Yeah. So. So first game, I'm just we're we're gonna go down the line. We're gonna recap some games, um, talk about some games in the future. So, uh, kind of the first one on the radar is the Jets and the Bills, and nobody cares. Next game, Jags and Texans. Okay, Jeff, we talked about this game a lot prior. Two defensive matchups. I like the Jags defense. Your takeaways from the game. Well, I Tom Savage. Um, I used to like him. Yeah, I don't really know why because he never really played. But when you backed up Brock Osweiler, I think it was kind of the kind of like a theory that Brock Osweiler was playing so bad that if Tom Savage just played a little like subpar, it, he'd be a star because of how bad Brock was. Right. And then he plays and he does terrible. And Deshaun Watson comes and he he holds his own. He got a touchdown. Um. I think Houston's in trouble because they don't have a quarterback. Obviously, 
it's one game, but I don't think their defense can carry them like they did. Brian Cushing just got suspended for 10 games, so that's um, that's very noteworthy. Yeah, they lost the corner in the offseason. So so I, I look at this game, I don't look at it as much as the Texans because I'm just not a big Texans guy, but I look at it for the Jaguars, and look, the Jaguars are going to go with the formula of, uh, and they lost Allen Robinson for the season, which is really unfortunate, but they're going to try to pound the football, play low-scoring games, throw short passes, and play really good defense. And their defense, you know, I know it was against Tom Savage, but seven points against the Texans in a 29-7 win, that's got to be encouraging if you're a Jags fan. Yeah, that's so typical because we're talking about job security with some quarterbacks, uh, a lot of questions. Like Blake Bortles throws for 120 yards and touchdown, and, like, the scoreboard indicates that, like, oh, they they whooped the Texans. Like, good job, Blake Bortles. Like, you suck. Just, you're bad. Right. Chad Hunt. Q Chad Henney. Right, Q Chad Henney. Um, Leonard Fournette looked pretty good. You know he's going to get a lot of carries. I mean, it's just kind of if it's going to be a girly type year where he's always getting stuff because they're stacking the box on Blake or or not. So um, next game, just kind of uh, talking about Steelers-Browns. And it, nothing to really talk about this game. It was actually kind of close. But uh, the, the main thing I, I struggle with is I saw some power rankings come out and some had the Steelers at the one slot. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you can't give the Steelers the number one power rankings with a three-point win over Cleveland. Yeah, um, I thought that was kind of weird. Steelers are good, though. They're going to make the playoffs. They're probably, they'll probably win their division. Yeah, because they, I mean, that's a, that, they always do, and that's a weak division this year and every year for the past So year. I have two takeaways. The first one, Le'Veon Bell, 10 carries, 30 yards. Um, it, I think it means something when people hold out and – I don't think he's conditioned. Well, it means something because you're not getting those live reps and you're not getting all the reps and then you come into the first game. And, of course, it means something. But, you know, by week when, he'll have it going again. Yeah, but it just goes to show you that, like, balancing a rap career and being a stud running back in the NFL is, is it's, it's hard. It's proven it's, to be a challenge Yeah, for Le'Veon. Scientifically, scientifically. And my other takeaway is Deshaun Kaiser actually looked okay. That's fine. Good offensive line. I I texted you that. I like Deshaun Kaiser. You did a couple months ago, um, and you said that to me. I was like, eh, but look, good offensive line, offensive coach in Hugh Jackson. I want to say Hugh Jackman, but it's Hugh Jackson, of course. Um, And, you know, some decent, decent, decent weapons around him. Not great, but, like, decent. Sure, we can like him. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a Browns quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Very sad for Deshaun. All right. Next game we're going to talk about, jump into, Lions in Arizona. Um, kind of a frat Stafford signature win. Yeah. Like kind of that, oh, I threw an ugly pick six, even though I'm the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, because that's how it has to be every year when a quarterback gets a new contract. And then they're down to Arizona, who I have always said has an overrated secondary. And sure enough, 35 points, four TDs later, bye-bye Arizona, bye-bye David Johnson, your season's done. Yeah, um... Frat, Frat Stafford uh, rocking the backwards hat after sure. he throws a touchdown on the sideline at per, per usual. Per usual. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I like the Lions this year, but they I watched a decent amount of that game uh, from NFL Sunday Ticket. Sure. And I, I like I like the Lions. They don't have a lot of weapons. They have a lot of, like, no-namers, like Kenny Galloway. Like, yeah. He's, he's kind of cool. Like, I like he made Marvin a nice Williams. Catch. Um, Golden Tate, just kind of like average to like slightly below or slightly above average weapons around him. 
One thing's for sure with the Lions is you can always count on the fact that they will try to run the ball but not succeed. No, they they'll they'll script their first drive to run the ball and it just like one it'll be three carries for four yards and then the other team will score and then like they have to play from behind so, so then it's just Brad Stafford slinging it. Like you remember also Carson Palmer is this is his last year. He's terrible. Yeah, I mean, there was rumors that he'd be done after after last season, but, I mean, I think Cardinals thought they were in a position where if he could just play okay with David Johnson, everything's changed for that team now that Johnson's out. I mean, they're so done. Yeah, Carson, I mean, he honestly can't even throw a ball 50 yards. It's it's bad. I Like, he had no zip on his ball, just wobbly, just not good. Yeah, and that's not to say Carson Palmer at one point wasn't a good quarterback. I'm not raining on Carson Palmer. He was above par, but he's done. Yeah. All right, next uh, next game. So I actually had the pleasure of attending this one live. Thanks to my boy Braden for hooking me up with some uh, sick ticks. Uh, the Falcons at Chicago actually got on TV for a second there. Shout out to the cameras. You know how to pick them. Um, and by the way, shout out Jimmy G. We would love to have you on the pod. Yeah. Uh, so Falcons win by six. Uh, game was game was kind of how I thought. I, when I saw Falcons-Bears, like, everyone's thinking, oh, they'll destroy them, or people maybe not thinking that. That's a trap game. Soldier Field at home, good fan base, pumped up Bears defense. John Fox had him going. Falcons looked not like everything was clicking. And I and my main takeaway from this game is the Bears defense is decent, and I'm worried about Steve Sarkeesian as the Falcons offensive coordinator. See, I'm gonna I, I disagree. Here's my theory on the Falcons is they play better indoors on a turf field. That's hundred percent correct. Because they're like a kind of like a quick like cutting team, and you can't cut when you're playing on sod. But they uh, didn't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, I mean they don't call it the windy city for nothing. It wasn't that windy. It was really nice, uh, white skies. The guy for the Blackhawks sang the national anthem, which was awesome. And then yeah. a stealth bomber flew over. So I I don't know why they weren't throwing the ball downfield, especially when a stealth bomber's flying over. Yeah, well, the the key thing is, as Falcons fans, is they got the win. Um, Almost, but it was close. Honestly, the Bears, the Bears should have won the game. Bears should have won the game. First and goal at the five yard line with fifteen seconds left, and yeah, they so, had a, they had a drop pass. Jordan Howard dropped one, three, and then three the, drop, three drops. Yeah, so I mean, obviously we'll take it, but I think the Packers Falcons games next Sunday night is going to be a very good game, very high scoring. Very high scoring. Things are the road's about to get tough. You're not gonna be playing, uh, not gonna be playing Chicago every night in the road. That's a big game for both teams. I mean, pa- Packers have a chance to kind of run the table after their win against uh, Seattle. But and we'll, also, Mike Glennon, you looked okay. Mike Glennon can check the ball down, unlike Tom yeah. Savage. Yeah. Okay. We're good on Mike Glenn. His name's Mike Glenn. Oh, yeah. Um. So, Raiders-Titans, I have no idea. I look at this game, and I know the Titans were at home, but I have no idea why people were picking the Titans. A lot of people were picking the Titans. And if I recall from last year, everyone was pretty much uh, s and seeing on the uh, Raiders. But then this year, they picked the Titans. Like, stop picking with the hot teams. Raiders are good. They were good last year. They're good this year. Yeah, Derek Carr, just, Derek Carr honestly, I think is going to be – like Aaron Rodgers level talent in a couple of years. Like he's really coming along and he's got Cooper who's young, Crabtree who can still ball out, beast mode in the backfield. Secondary, um, very concerning. You sure? I feel like I could play 
um, safety for the Raiders. Sure. But, I mean, they only gave up, what, 17 points? So did Chris Conti. Yeah, Chris Conti. Uh, they only gave up, like, 17 points to the Titans, somewhere around there. Um, I still think the Titans will make the playoffs just because that division is literally awful. It's bad, uh, but I just don't know if – we want to think the Titans are there, and we want to think Marcus Mariota is good. But remember how the NFL works. There's never – not every team has a good quarterback. Not every team has a Pro Bowl quarterback. So, like, is Mariota going to throw for 200 with one TD every game? Is that who he is? But, okay, you also got to look at their division and see that the other quarterbacks, week one starters, were Tom Savage, Blake Bortles, and Scott Tolzien. I understand. Like, I'm saying the Titans are good, but they're better than their other three. Okay, so Okay, the Titans could go 8-8 eight and eight and win the division. I get right. that, but they could also go 8-8 eight and eight and not win the division. Yeah, but I don't see anyone winning over eight games in that division. I'm pumping the brakes, brakes on Tennessee a little bit. I, I've been cautious on them all year. I need to see Mariota take the next step. I understand he was hurt last year, but I need to see him take the next step. Um, kind of similar to like uh, Carson Wentz. Nice debut for Philly. Uh, another, another guy who... I I very high on and high. I'm, okay, so I, okay, I'm not high on him. I'll just jump on the bandwagon. I'm high on him. Always have been. Yeah. Big, strong, yeah. physical guy. Can run. Good, good roster. Arm. He's good roster. Good roster. He's smart. Like Eagles. Eagles have turned it around ever since Chip Kelly. A lot of that is Carson Wentz, right? But I mean, they they've done a nice job there. And of course, you know they go to Washington their home opener. Of course, Washington gets blown out in their home opener to the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. that's that's so standard. And of course, Carson's just really good. I mean, like if I if I could say who would you rather have next year, Kirk Cousins or Carson Wentz? I'm taking Carson. I'm taking. Oh yeah, I'm taking. I think that that's not even really a debate anymore. Um, Kirk Cousins, uh, San Francisco 49ers, 2018. Just it's happening. Chalk it's it. Ha- Jock it. And for all the people that were hating on our double-down tweet of uh, Kirk Cousins will not be a Redskin, he'll never sign a long-term deal, and they said, no way, they have to reason. No, they don't. He's going to San Francisco. It's obvious. It's a done deal. They didn't sign Brian Hoyer for nothing. Yeah. Um, Jeff, call me crazy. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead of games here, but I guess we can. I mean, that's fine. I have the Eagles as the division favorite. No. Why? Tell me why. Dude, Dallas is too good. I don't know if Dallas is too good. They handled the Giants. Let's like, talk about that game. Pretty, what? Let's talk about that game real quick. Okay. okay. So, first thing, Zeke's suspension, not going to spend a lot of time on it. It's kind of unfair. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If the same thing, same exact thing, same exact everything happened to a Browns defensive lineman, that Browns defensive lineman would be out six games. Yeah. But because it's the Cowboys running back, and because it's Dallas, and it's because it's America's team, and because Troy Aikman loves them, they let Zeke back in, and the Cowboys beat the Giants 19-3. Second thing, will the Giants ever score a touchdown this season? I mean, if Odell's not playing, no. They, I mean, their offense was, like, I'm not even kidding you. I think, and we'll talk about this guy, too, a little later, like, Jared Goff last year was better than how Eli Manning looked in that first game. Like, how that is was Eli awful. so bad? It's He's old. I mean, he he's 36. He's old. But he won't even – they don't even call plays where he gets to throw the ball past 15 yards. 
like Paul Perkins is so bad at like their whole team. They're I mean, they have a good defense, but their offense is just like Brandon Marshall had one catch for ten yards. It's but it's Marshall, Shepard, Odell. Their O line's not good. Here's the other thing, like first down, they'll do a bubble screen for a loss of two. And then second down, guaranteed delayed handoff up the middle for three yards, third and nine. Yeah, exactly. That's the offense. It doesn't if you can't compete like that. No. And so I mean, I Giants are kind of like downward trending a little bit. I that's why Odell is so valuable is because you can change your defense and worry about other things and not have to worry about Odell. But I think like when Odell comes back, like I still have the Giants as a wild card, but they're, they're not going to go eleven and five like they did last year. No, they'll go, they'll go like nine and seven, get the sixth seed, and lose to like Seattle. And then maybe Eli's done. Simple as that. I mean, he's never missed a start or something like that. He's, he has a crazy streak going. Two hundred exactly. So you think that the Eagles and you think okay, let, so Eagles and Cow, Cowboys are the front runners for that division though. We're good on that. Yeah. I just I, I'm telling you, I think the Eagles are. I think they're kind of ready. I think okay. they're kind of ready. Um. Colts Rams. Oh, here we go. Um, Tolzien, not a good start for the Colts. Uh, you know we know his cousin Ed. Ed, sorry, we gotta gotta haze him a little bit. Um, it's not a great job. Not a great job. Uh, okay, well, serious people need to stop thinking Jared Goff is good because he tor- he torched the Colts defense in a, in a home opener when the NFL was not gonna have them lose. That's just like when me and you play Madden and we beat a guy online like 35 to nothing and we think we're good and right. then we look at his record and it was his first game and his mom got his 12-year-old son uh, for Christmas. Right. Like, he's bad. Right. To be clear, so, like, okay, a couple things. There are weapons around him. Watkins, uh, uh, Tavon Austin, Cooper Cup. Dude, Cooper Cup. I, I was. I'm glad you mentioned him. He was in my notes. He's my new favorite player in the NFL. Of course, because his name's Cooper Cup and he's white. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then Gurley at running back, and like, so they have weapons, and they they address the O line a little bit. Sean McVay looks like he has a decent handle on the NFL team, but like as a young coach, like he's got a good handle on it. But I just, I'm not, I'm definitely not changing my thoughts on Jared Goff because of this game, and nobody should. If Jared Goff can give me 22 touchdowns and 10 interceptions this year and, like, the Rams go 6-10, and 10, I'll start buying into Jared Goff a little bit. I'll yes. throw a little stock on him. Yes, but there's going to – and you can – look, there's a reason they barely played him in the preseason. They didn't want to expose him. Yeah. So, congratulations. You torched Indy's defense without Andrew Luck on the field. You beat our boy Tolzien. And, I mean, Cooper Cup, I mean, just can't say enough about him. Just – just a gritty grinder. Yep. And his name's Cooper I Cup. Till, I can't wait till the Rams play on Monday night and Cooper Cup wins the Gruden grinder. The thing is, is part of me wants the Rams to succeed because of a guy like Cooper Cup and because I like Gurley and because I like Alex Ogletree and Aaron. Like, I like their team. I just despise Jared. Yes. And also, I think Cooper Cup, and I'm going to look this up um, when you're talking, but I think Cooper Cup, I'm just going to guess he went to an FBS school. And he was an undrafted free agent. Cooper Cup, I um, led the country in receiving last year for college. Did he? Look at where he went to school. Okay. Um, I'm looking that up. Yeah, look it up. I'll keep talking about Cooper Cup. It's really fun to say Cooper Cup over and over again. Cooper yeah. Cup. Cooper Cup. 
I mean, he's married. Like, he's got his life figured out. He's got his life figured out, and he's Eastern a slot. Washington. Exactly. There you go. Where? Eastern Washington. Yep. And it's just it's such a success story. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe in a few years we'll see uh, him and Jimmy G hook up. Shout out Jimmy G. Love to have you on the pod. Uh, Panthers 49ers, pretty obvious game there. Uh, Cam had some shoulder issues. People are buying into the Panthers this year because uh, sim- the simple fact that, you know, they, they have a weak schedule and that the NFC South always plays weird with who wins the division every year. Uh, kind of swamp the 49ers. Uh, bad debut for Shanahan, the new coach over there in San Francisco. But you know what? I'm happy it was a bad debut because, Shanahan, you really screwed us in the Super Bowl. So uh, thank you. But, uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much take care of business, Panthers. No comments, questions, concerns? I mean, McCaffrey's awesome to watch. Yeah. He's so quick. So, yeah, right. we're happy with McCaffrey. Um, did see Jonathan Stewart get a couple touchdowns. So it's just interesting uh, split of carries there for those who keep track of that. Um, all right. Kind of America's Game of the Week. It was America's Game of the Week. I missed it because I was in transit from uh, from the Bears-Falcons game. But Packers-Seahawks saw some highlights, got a good feel for the game. And I, home opener at Lambeau, can't take too much into that about Seattle. But I'm telling you, I've been saying it since last year, Seattle is not the same team they were. Their, their offensive line is, like, terrible. And there's, terrible. And there's you're not going to – it's not going to improve that much in a year. It's not like you can get – you can't develop NFL players to be better at off like offensive line. That's not how it works. You can if they play together as a unit, but, but it's, it's like a it's like a two year thing. It's not a like you're not going to get better at practice on a on a Wednesday, and all of a sudden fix everything. Like it, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, and it's so bad where like it will get a little better, but it won't even be close to enough. So yeah. look, my thing is is Packers de- Packers defense, which is notorious for like kind of trying to be good but never really being that good at defense just just destroyed them and you know I understand game was at Lambo, but it's not like you got the Lambo weather look Seattle was able to do it for a long time running the ball but that was with Lynch and a good offensive line and then they started letting Russell air it out more but I mean I'm just kind of doubting the overall weapons on offense there, I mean, Doug Baldwin good receiver love Doug Baldwin great Twitter follower and a great guy Great! Oh, just a yeah, just a class act. Yeah, um, he's, he's up there with like Jason Witten and Quan Bolden. He's good people. Yeah, he's good people. Um, so I mean, he's good, but like other than that, um, they don't have a running back. Like Thomas Rawls is he's done. Eddie Lacy like can't get out of the backfield. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I, obviously, I still think they're going to make the playoffs because their division's terrible. Terrible. So bad, and it's a shame yeah. that Seattle gets a cakewalk to host a, to get a home game. Yeah, they'll win that because they're at home. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. So I yeah, mean. and that's a conspiracy theory. All right, moving on. Um, talked about the you know they, okay uh, Saints Vikings. Um, I was not surprised by this game. I've been a Vikings fan or on the bandwagon since last year when I realized their defensive personnel is off the charts, and then they get Sam Bradford, and people forget Sam Bradford. Uh, you know, seven set a record for NFL completion percentage last year. That means something. Yeah, and also people forget that he won a Heisman ten years ago. Right, um, and he's kind of fresh because he's missed so many seasons. Sam Bradford. So we we were all watching that game. What he was slinging it though. He wasn't doing. I mean, okay, he started out with a bunch of like three yard checkdowns, but then as the game progressed, and I okay, it's it's a, it's the Saints defense, so like take it for what it's worth. Home game, but yeah. He, he was slinging it. He was threading the needle. 
Okay, the MO on Sam's is he's very accurate, right? So maybe that he's just been getting healthy and he can finally throw the ball downfield a little bit. Uh, they, you know, they made a big deal on the broadcast of saying how they've worked to get that offensive line more athletic and give him time. Uh, Cook, Cook looked really good. They're running back, yeah, they, yeah. and they didn't even run Latavius Murray, who they pay in the off season. So they they know Cook's the guy. Like, I I have him as contenders right now. Yeah, and I don't I, think that's I really crazy. Like I really like the Vikings. Like, here, all right, let's talk about a few teams that we might have over him in the NFC. Atlanta. Yeah. Dallas, may, sure, yeah. fine. Packers, sure, fine. Minnesota. Yeah, you gotta throw, you gotta sprinkle in Seattle. I'll I'll put them in, but I don't like them, so I'm yeah, not. I think, well, I think if Seattle plays in Minnesota, Minnesota wins, and if Minnesota plays in Seattle, Seattle probably wins. Yeah, I mean Sam Bradford in the cold is a, a genuine concern, but if they can run He's the ball, he's got sleeves already on his jersey, so right. This, and then for the Saints, look, I mean, I'm just so sick of the Saints act. It's just like they've done – what have they been doing the past four years when they've realized their secondary is terrible and they're, oh, they can't run the ball? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I knew that AP signing wasn't good. Um, yeah, so, he was being kind of a – he was kind of being a, a me guy. Yeah. Uh, was, so, okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. It's week one. Yeah. And – you can't, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover, and this is just like the do cover. Want, do you want to do one? We have one more game to get to, through, or do you want to talk about the book? Well, because the book that I'm going to talk about, I think it's the one game that we didn't cover. All right, let's talk about the book. So, Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. Who, if you had to pick right now who's going to Super Bowl, who would it be? Right now? Right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously week one, so it doesn't mean much, but, you know, just, just for, so it's on record. Not counting the Patriots? Yeah, well, no, you can if you want. I mean, that's a loaded question. I have no idea who I would pick right now. Okay, can I say mine? Packers, probably. Okay, I I wasn't going to say the Packers, but... Go ahead. Okay, I'm going Dallas Cowboys, Baltimore Ravens. Wow, yeah, we didn't talk about that game. You're right. I was waiting for it because I was going to say that's going to be my Super Bowl. Baltimore's defense is for real. Is it for real? It's for real. They, I mean, Andy Dalton's an average quarterback. With a below average offensive line, which is fine. Yes. But, I mean, five turnovers and in Cincinnati. I know. The thing is, and I would totally agree. I, would, I wouldn't I would totally agree. I would agree to put him as contenders if they still had Danny Woodhead. He they'll, was, they'll have him back. He's only out six weeks. They'll have him back when they need him in the cold. All right. Well, I mean, maybe they are because those Ravens teams sneak up on you. And what sneaks up on you really is when Harbaugh, like, there's rumors that he might not return, um, you know. And by the way, Bengals like, can you just fire Marvin Lewis after week yeah. four? So no, just, he's done. He's just done. get, but don't wait till the end of the year. Let's just get it over with. So, no, okay. This is very important that he gets fired in the middle of the year. So then there's an interim coach. Yeah, because we love interim coaches here on the pod, and we would love to say the interim coach of Cincinnati for the like 13 weeks. Yeah. Ideally, and we don't like waiting till week 14, 15, 16 to say like interim coach and Anthony Lynn or whatever. Yeah, so I'm hoping that I don't I don't know when the schedule is, but I'm hoping Cincinnati plays Cleveland and then Cleveland wins and then like that's it. Like you're done. That would be great. Yeah. That would be the ideal scenario. Okay, last game we got to cover Monday night. Um then we'll talk about a few game like talk about some hot games for next week that we like. Um all right, Chargers Broncos. Great game, wasn't up for it. But here's what I was up for. 
I was up for two very important things. One, Rex Ryan and his female co-host should never do a game again. Yes. It was absolutely, I couldn't even watch it, which is yeah. sad. Well, no, I, yeah, I, I just, I, I muted the TV and like was like listening to Daughtry. It was terrible. And like, Rex, you won't get better. And like, I'm sorry, Title Nine, it's fine. Females shouldn't do NFL games. I'm cool with hoops. I'm not cool with NFL. Okay. Um, and then the second thing, did you see when Phillip Rivers went to call a timeout and they hiked the ball and then he yeah, caught the shot, ball? Yeah, shot it like a free throw. And he shot it like a free throw, jumped out of the way, and then someone ran into him and he pushed him? Yeah. And that's just everything you need to know about Phillip. I mean, okay, so, like, this, this is what excites me about the pod is, like, we can just talk about Phillip for, you know, however long iTunes lets us. Right. But, like... You just like if you don't watch enough, Phil, buy NFL Sunday ticket and just watch Philip Rivers. He's he's so he's such a spaz. He's a spaz, and the best part about him is he always waits till four seconds on the clock to make his like call at the line. Yeah, and you, so yeah, it would be five. It would be like five seconds left, and then he'll like go up to the line and call like an audible, and then he'll he'll like sprint back to shotgun and, and he'll like, clap. Just clapping. And he'll yeah. clap as fast as he can, and it's so awesome and like. If you want to fork up the coin for NFL Sunday Ticket just to watch that, it's worth it. Um, I, look, that division, bottom line, is a bloodbath. Like, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's that's tough. a tough division. It's very. It's safe to say that two wild cards are coming out of there. I mean, unless yeah. they all beat up on each other. But um, Ravens, Ravens, Steelers, Ravens, Steelers. Yeah, Ravens, Steelers, maybe. But I mean, who's gonna miss the playoffs? The Chiefs, yeah, I mean, San Den- Diego, Denver. Denver. Denver will miss the playoffs. I like. I like. Uh, San Diego's defense uh, with Ingram and Bosa and then some good corners and like I like their defense and I like their off I, Keenan Allen's back and I think that's a big thing I think it's yeah. a big deal um, do you have any hot games for next week that you like to uh, you know uh, well I'll, I'll say this I'm, I'm excited to watch the two teams because I like I like assessing all the teams after the first week right um, so I'm excited to see uh, Tampa Bay open up and yeah Miami open up, which also I really hope Jay Cutler struggles so Matt Moore gets his chance. We we know Matt Moore wants his, Matt Moore will get his opportunity. I mean, I hope so because again, I'm gonna say this every single pod. He got decapitated against the Steelers in like negative what ne- negative degree weather and got up in like ten seconds. And he didn't quit. No. Okay. And he wears eye black. Yes. So Matt Moore all the way. Um, you know, a couple other games. Phil, uh, Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City. Gonna like that one because of Carson Wentz and you know it's the economy. And hey, then obviously that's gonna be one of those games where it's like there's gonna be a there's gonna be a safety and like a punt return. Of course. And like a pick six. It'll be it's goofy. Be game. Chalk it up for a Sproles return TD and a uh, Chiefs blocked field goal. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, Green Bay Atlanta will be a great game Sunday night. Happy to, that the Falcons are on prime time. Jeff, thank you for joining the pod. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, go to my group project now. Have fun. Yeah. And uh, that's all the time we have here for this week on the uh, Double Down as Jeff has to go do his group project. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday night. Uh, thanks for listening. And this is a little song that I just decided to play because Alan Robinson's out for the season. Uh, sorry, it's a big loss for the Jags. Hope you guys enjoyed the first week of the NFL. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and uh, SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day.
Heaven holds a place for home. 